Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Under the Covers with Eve for Sunday, December 27th, 2015. The last episode of the year. (laughs) I hope you had a great Christmas, and I hope you got lots of nice things from Santa and are out of your food comas now. (laughs) So the new year is upon us. And um, after all the dark days of winter, it's, it's always nice to imagine changes that we can make in our lives, ways in which we'll make this year, this coming year, the best one yet. And for a lot of you, I know, you'd like to make this year the, the year that you meet a woman or have sex or move towards a romantic relationship in some way. And that's a good goal. So I'm going to give you some ideas about how you can do this. But it's not going to be the typical advice that you might hear blaring at you from the covers of magazines. I'm not going to tell you to hit the bars or join a dating site or go get a six-pack. I mean, in your abs. I mean, I don't mean go get a six-pack like from the beer store. Um, (laughs) Neither. I'm going to tell you to do neither of those things uh, or anything like that. In fact, you can consider this episode my advice on how to not meet a woman. And and no, I don't mean the things you shouldn't do as in a do and don't list. I mean something a little more philosophical than that, perhaps. I'm literally telling you, don't set out to meet a woman in 2016. So here's a little story maybe to help illustrate what I mean. A few years ago, I knew a young guy through an organization that I volunteered with. He was just a nice, average young guy. You know the type, just a typical young man. Pleasant and smart and all that, you know, not not ridiculously good-looking, as Zoolander says, but just an average young guy. Anyway, he was out of work, and um, he didn't have a girlfriend. He was pretty lonely. So one day he goes for a walk and he notices that there's a retirement home beside his apartment building. So on a whim, he figures there might be some older folks in there who are, who are lonely too. And he just decided kind of on a whim to go in and see if anyone wanted some company. Oh, geez, I just realized. No, this isn't a gilf story. God, I just realized how weird this could sound. Don't worry, this doesn't end up with him finding an 80-year-old girlfriend, okay? <laughs> I just have to make that clear these days. So <laughs> so anyway, he meets some really great older people and they're funny and they're body and, you know, full of stories and he actually enjoys it. So he keeps going back and he starts up a friendship with this one older guy. He starts playing chess with him and just shooting the breeze, you know, just normal stuff. And one day, about a month later, when the two of them are playing chess one afternoon, the old guy gets a visitor and it's his great granddaughter. And the rest, as they say, da-da-da, is history. So the point is, my friend wasn't out looking for a girlfriend when he did this. But it's how he got one. And this is why I say that I think your resolution for 2016 should be to not meet a woman. Instead, I want you to set out to meet as many new people as possible. Just people. Just everybody. And there are two reasons for this. First... You will develop some social skills and practice getting comfortable enough with yourself to meet new people. And secondly, very often, someone you know in this circle will also know a single woman with whom you might hit it off. 
Although, I caution you again, this is, this is not the purpose of doing this. It's kind of like you have to trick the gods a little with this. Don't let them think you're looking for a girl, you know? Sounds stupid, I know. But believe me, it's worth trying. So how can you do this, you might ask. You know, you're shy, you're maybe a de bit depressed, maybe a bit lonely. You don't know if you have what it takes to get out and socialize. Look, I know, okay? I know all about it. I've been there. This is why I'm not telling you to start going to bars or clubs or to suddenly transform yourself into someone you're not. I'm not telling you to start going to parties or to somehow turn into a social butterfly. And I'm not telling you to get your alpha on and start hitting on all the women you can find, you know. Just the opposite, in fact. What I'm suggesting you do is do anything but try to look for a woman, at least at first. Start with the places that you already go, work or school for most people. Even now, just mentally, go through the people that you see every day and ask yourself if there's enough simpatico between you to start maybe sharing your lunch break with them or going for coffee together. Someone of either sex, I should add, just to start this habit in a very gentle, non-threatening way. Just to start spending some time with someone, talking about things that you have in common. Even work or school-related things will be enough at first. Try asking them casual things about themselves, because people generally love to talk about themselves and are more than happy to fill up the conversation all by themselves. If you happen to meet someone who isn't very talkative or who is also a bit shy, well then try someone else next time. Seriously, sit next to a group of older women at work. They will go on as if you weren't even there, but they'll also likely make eye contact and try to include you in their jokes and stuff if you show that you're interested. Most workplaces have a, um, like a class clown, so to speak. You know, the one guy who is the life of the party, who, who cracks jokes all the time and, and who can be guaranteed to end up with a lampshade on his head at the Christmas party. You know, this, you know this guy. Start hanging out with him for a while. And just get used to talking to him or her. You know, he or she will be very easy to talk to because this kind of person just loves an audience. They love people. They love talking and laughing, and they're very easy to talk to. Another important thing to start practicing is making eye contact with people, if that's one of your issues. I know it was one of mine for a very long time. So start by trying to make eye contact with maybe older or um, male cashiers when you shop. Anyone other than an incredibly hot girl, you know? Um, intentionally go to male cashiers and just look them in the eye when you say hi or say thanks or whatever, and then be on your way. Nothing more complicated than that. It'll be just a meaningless thing to him. He won't think you're coming on to him. And you'll get practice making eye contact in a very non-threatening way for when it really matters. You can try it with female cashiers that you aren't particularly attracted to either. And once you do this enough, you'll realize it's no big deal. People don't stare at you or run screaming from the room, you know. More often than not, they'll actually smile and act friendly. And you'll see that there was no reason for you to ever avoid eye contact. Now, if work or school is a bit of a dry well, and I know it can be, then start thinking about your immediate circle, including your friends and family. If you have a few friends, you know, start hanging out with them more 
and start looking at their circle of family and friends, people that they hang out with a lot. See if there's an easy way for you to meet them or spend more time with them. Growing up, most of us uh, knew all about our best friends, siblings and parents, sometimes even their extended family and their neighbors. We didn't focus on them because they were just there for our friend. But as we get older, it can be really useful. Um, it can be a really useful source of meeting new people. In fact, depending on how close you are to your friend, you can even tell him or her that you want to meet more people or that you want to get over your shyness or you want to get out of the house more or whatever. Let them know that you're on the lookout for new opportunities. Like if your friend is having a family barbecue or something or a holiday party, just ask if you can come by for a few minutes. You don't have to get yourself adopted by the clan. You know, you can just pop in for a drink or some food. You can meet some people in a very casual way and then leave or stay as long as you're comfortable. Your own family can be really great for this too. A lot of guys have sisters who are very social, very popular. And, <laughs> God, it's amazing how quickly this can turn into yet another kinky thing. I'm not suggesting you get with your sister, okay? Just forget that. Um, but if you get along with your sister and she doesn't mind, ask her if you can tag along, if she's gonna go do something with a bunch of people. I mean, it's not like when you were seven and she hated having to look after you everywhere she went. You're adults now, and very often sisters don't mind having their brothers along when they do things. And you never know who you might meet through a very sociable sister. Again, there's no pressure. If you don't meet anyone or if you don't get along with her friends, you're still not going to stand out. You know, you're her brother. She's just spending time with you. Everyone will almost expect it. Now, this applies, obviously, to anyone in your family, cousins, uncles, nieces, whatever, someone who knows you and knows that you can be shy and doesn't mind. Another um, really great way to meet new people in general is to start volunteering somewhere that really interests you. I was uh, a volunteer EMT for a while, and there were three couples who got married from my small division alone. And they all met through volunteering together. Having something really specific in common uh, can be a huge hurdle that you don't have to overcome. Even if at first you just meet other guys or unavailable girls or women you don't find attractive, it doesn't matter. Get to know them all. One of the couples who got married in my division was, um, well, the woman was the sister of one of the volunteers. She wasn't even a volunteer there herself at first. But she met one of the EMTs at a house party we threw, and she went there with her sister and met the guy and yada, yada, yada. The point is, you never know who will have connections of their own that might be of interest to you and you to them. The other thing about joining a group um, without the express intention of meeting a girl is that once you get familiar with the group, once you loosen up and warm up to them and they to you, you know, usually you start to feel more comfortable around them and you can start to be more yourself. So imagine you've been going to a volunteer group for six months or so and you're feeling like you're part of them and you enjoy being there and, and then that's when a great girl joins the group. You'll be glad that you spent the last six months becoming more comfortable in your skin, getting to know people, things like that. It would be so much better than if you had just arrived as well at the same time she did and both of you were nervous and and unsure. That's something else to keep in mind. You know, being nervous and unsure and shy in situations is completely normal. 
You know, everybody feels this way. You're not alone. So don't let that stop you from trying to get out and meet new people. Now, you can always volunteer one-on-one, -on -one too, um, like my friend did with his, his retired friend. A lot of seniors appreciate friendly visitors and or... Um, Sometimes kids and new immigrants can use someone to help them learn to read or perfect their language skills. I mean, you can just you can even just go to your library and ask if there are any mentoring programs or programs to teach seniors how to use their iPads. You know, there's all kinds of things you can do just to practice being more social with people that you aren't desperate to form a relationship with. It really does make a huge difference. Even if you don't want to volunteer, think of something that you like to do and figure out if there's a group or organization near you that has something to do with this. If you haven't checked out the site meetup.com for your area, you really should. The number and, and variety of groups of people getting together to share their interests is staggering. You can literally find just about anything. If you're into writing or sports or programming or photography or board games or trivia or video games or singing or Shakespeare or you know just about anything I guarantee you there are groups of people with those same interests meeting right now somewhere near you these are casual groups too there's no memberships or anything like that you just start going to one of their meetups and and see who you meet and again don't be discouraged if it's all guys you're not there looking for a woman remember you're going there to meet people in general if one of them ends up having a cousin that you end up meeting or works with someone who comes with him to a meeting, you know, that's wonderful. But if you just meet some new friends and practice your social skills, that's wonderful too. Now, if it sounds like I'm telling you to delude yourself, I'm not. I'm just saying that if you intentionally shift your focus away from, I've got to find a woman, you know, to something like, I want to meet more people and become more comfortable socially, then you may find that you get both. Okay, so let's get real here for a minute. Let's discuss the big pink gorilla in the room. I'm going to be honest and blunt with you. I hope you can take it. <laughs> but you know me, I'll do it as gently as possible. I want to address the idea of trying to meet a hot girl. Because let's face it, most guys don't want to just meet a girl. They want to meet a fucking gorgeous girl, right? One who looks somewhat like the girls in porn, at least. Or, or they want to meet the incredibly good-looking girl who has caught their eye at work or school. Or any of the incredibly good-looking girls that they see around them all day long. The truth is there are all sorts of average single women around all the time. But a lot of guys look right past them. A lot of guys won't even consider someone a woman, you know, if she isn't thin and built and pretty and young. I mean, I've seen it happen over and over again. Guys say they want a nice girl with a great personality, but what they don't say is that they want these things in the form of a hottie, you know, as if that goes without saying. Now, as I've said in previous episodes, I have no problem with men liking beauty or sexiness in women. I think it's a great thing. And I've also said that physical attraction is an important part of any romantic relationship. So this isn't going to be about trying to make you feel bad for wanting a hottie. There are just a few things I want you to consider if you happen to be one of those guys who's sort of holding out for a model-type girl 
or who has rejected other girls because they're not beautiful enough. First, I think it's really important to understand what physical chemistry between two people really is and how when you feel it, you'll know that it isn't really about looks. I've been really drawn to men of all different kinds of appearances. I don't have a type and I don't need a guy to be utterly gorgeous for me to be really attracted to him. Some of the sexiest men I've ever met were bald and overweight, for example. I want you to consider whether what you want in a woman is the appearance of sexiness or actual sexiness. And if it's actual sexiness you want, then you have to look for that in women of all different appearance. Don't presume that a gorgeous girl is automatically going to be sexy. That's going to be part of her basic personality. And I've met a lot of women in my line of work who are very beautiful, but honestly don't have a sexy bone in their body. You know, it just isn't there. Also, don't be fooled by what's called the halo effect. It's a concept in psychology that basically says, we tend to presume beautiful people are also good people or smart, or funny, or just all-round great human beings. And uh, we'll even tend to take their neutral qualities and put a positive spin on it. And it works in reverse, too, kind of like the horns of the devil effect, you know. We tend to presume that non-beautiful people aren't great people, that they have a weak character or other bad qualities, and, and that their neutral qualities are, are you know, somehow negative. It's an interesting phenomenon. I'll give you a link so you can find out more about it if you like. But bottom line, it's fine to be intrigued and attracted by someone's looks. But that's only one way of noticing someone. And it's not one of the better indicators of their character or even their sexiness, as I said. So if you still want to pursue a hot girl, maybe because she's someone you know and like or just someone you'd like to get to know for whatever reason, here's the blunt part, okay? Prepare yourselves. <laughs> this is going to be difficult. I won't lie. Scoring the hottie is not going to be a walk in the park. You yourself have to be pretty confident and have a lot to offer someone who probably gets more offers than you can imagine. And it's also tougher than ever before to even get a girl's attention. And a lot of us have parents and grandparents who met in some kind of very traditional way. You know, they, they met at school or at a dance or your dad saw your mom on a bus and liked the way she looked and started talking to her, you know. And, and although it sounds romantic and, and fun, and although it could still possibly happen this way, I'd say that generally speaking, those days are gone. You don't really meet women in the produce aisle at the grocery store anymore. You know, or in the park walking your dog. And, and why? Well, because most women these days are just too wary. They're too busy. They're, they're too not looking for this right now to be charmed by a stranger who approaches her just because she looks good to him. If you think about it, women are generally really over the whole, hey, you're hot, I'd like to take you for coffee thing. Maybe that worked 50 years ago. But unless you are insanely good-looking yourself and you happen to meet a girl who's also just looking for that, it isn't going to impress anyone these days. 
It's kind of like the modern woman is saying, yes, I know you like the way I look. Yes, I know you think buying me a coffee and asking me perfunctory questions will make me want to leap into bed with you, but I don't want someone so shallow, <laughs> you know? It's kind of like Groucho Marx's famous line, I wouldn't want to join any club that would have me as a member. <laughs> it can seem like women are, are saying, I wouldn't date anyone who wants to date me. It's not quite like that, but honestly, these days, it takes more than just your interest in her to turn a woman's head. These days, you have to be impressive in some way. It doesn't have to be something impossible, you know, just something about you that catches her interest, but it has to be there. Just liking her isn't enough. And certainly just being attracted to her isn't nearly enough. That's why girls go crazy over boy bands and celebrities and rich guys and race car drivers and all that. These guys are doing something impressive in their lives, and that's what girls love. Now, I know this can be confusing. I mean, you're standing there, there's this incredibly sexy girl standing with her little ass-hugging yoga pants and her plunging cleavage and her extensions and her collagen lips, and you're thinking, well, she is trying to show off how gorgeous she is. She must want male attention. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Maybe you've heard this, maybe you haven't, but it's the truth. Women don't dress up for men. They don't put on the spandex and the push-up bras to attract men. They do it for themselves and for other women. Not to attract other women, but in a kind of weird sort of competition. It sometimes verges on a battle of who is the better woman, you know, who's, who's sexier. Women will use their sexiness and beauty if they find a specific man that they want to impress. Sure, that happens all the time. But it's a whole other story um, about what makes really hot girls get all hot themselves. You know, what is it that they want? Usually, it's some combination of looks, um, abs, <laughs> money, fame, or all four. But when you see a, a hot girl in line at Starbucks, she isn't trying to get your attention, or the baristas, or the guys with the beards tapping away on their MacBooks. You know, she, she may like knowing that in general the whole room thinks that she's sex on a stick, but she isn't, you know, just hoping that one of them will hit on her. So please listen to me when I tell you, unless you are Justin Bieber, God forbid, or Kanye West, or David Beckham, or somebody, do not attempt to impress some incredibly hot chicka that just happens to be standing near you. She won't be charmed by your bashful humor, or your holding the door for her, or, you know, your joke about her latte, unless you also happen to be ridiculously good looking like she is or famous, that can work for you too. I know this sounds harsh, but you know it's true. She'll be on her phone again as soon as she can, heading out the door like she's on wheels. You know, she probably has been hit on 20 times today already, and she's just not interested. And don't try to guilt her either. Don't try to say, oh, you're breaking my heart, and oh, would it kill you to just say hello to me? That is never going to work either. And before you say, well, that's not fair. A girl should appreciate me for my finer qualities or for the fact that I'm such a nice guy. Yeah, she should. But don't forget, you're interested in her superficial qualities, right? So why shouldn't she be allowed to be interested in a guy for his? I'm always amazed at the number of guys who really don't seem to get this. They complain that a girl doesn't appreciate how great a person they are, all the while the girl that they're after is model beautiful. 
So just consider that it works both ways. If you want a super hot, fit, tanned, gorgeous girl, then you can't blame her for wanting a super hot, fit, tanned, gorgeous guy. Don't be pissed off that she doesn't want a sensitive, wonderful guy like you when you aren't looking for a sensitive, wonderful girl, or when you want those qualities but only in a hot body. You know, don't, don't be surprised if she does too. All of this is just an effort to remind you, if you happen to be the kind of guy who only likes model-attractive girls, that you're doing yourself no favors if you continue to kind of hold out for such a girl and you do nothing to make yourself extraordinary to attract her. Don't reject the women around you if they aren't thin or gorgeous. I mean, maybe you aren't either. It doesn't matter. And if you are thin and gorgeous, ask yourself whether you want a relationship based solely on looks or whether you want to meet someone with whom you are truly compatible. And like I said, of course you can be attracted to people and find their physical looks appealing. But beauty is only the way to open the door. You know, it doesn't keep the door open for you. You have to look for someone whose character you admire and whose values you share if you ever hope to have a real relationship with them. I think most guys are looking for a long-term, emotionally satisfying relationship. And that requires a lot more than just appreciating her, her boobs or her admiring your six-pack. If you want quick hookups, that's fine. But as I'm sure you know, people who are into that are usually pretty confident body-wise. And they seek out other people who are too. So only go down that road if you are confident that a, you know, a virtual stranger is going to be hot enough for your body to want to have sex with you without even hardly knowing you. But if you want a woman to snuggle with, to fuck, and to make love to, to talk to, and to share your life with for any length of time, you have to throw out any preconceived notions of what she should look like, how old she should be, or any other limitation that you might be placing on her ahead of time. You never know where you might find this amazing person. And believe me, the size of her boobs or the length of her hair or whatever really doesn't matter. You don't want her to think that way about you, right? You don't want her to have, have preconceived notions about what you should look like. Now, I know most men will protest loudly and say, I'd be interested in any sort of woman. I'm not a jerk who demands physical perfection, and I still can't find a woman. And you know what? I believe you. I do. I know most men are like most women. We all just want to find someone that we can grow to love, someone who delights us and shares our values. So don't worry, I know. I know you'd be happy to go out with an average woman if you could find one. Which is why I direct you back to the beginning of this audio and encourage you to listen to it again. If you really want to find someone special, you have to start by improving your general social skills becoming more comfortable in your own skin and around groups of people, and focus on developing an interest or a hobby or a career that really means something to you. If you can get over shyness and insecurity, I mean, if you can finally realize that being shy um, is really kind of an unhealthy self-absorption that makes you assume that the whole world is focused squarely on you for some reason, when it definitely isn't, only then can you start to branch out and be the kind of person that a woman will be interested in falling in love with. Just think about it is all I ask. Think about how you can make this year your best one yet by getting out of your shell more and realizing that the world can be a great place and people can be a lot of fun. 
and that you really don't need to be so self-conscious. So that's it for this week, for this year, in fact. This has been a great year for me at Erotica, and in fact, I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary with the site, so thank you so much to everyone who has supported me and made it all possible. I hope to make uh, 2016 even better, and I hope you do too. So enjoy your New Year's Eve. Please, please, please don't drink and drive or get in a car with a drunk driver. There are billions of other options. Please stay safe for me, okay? Please. <laughs> all right, public service announcement over. Um, I hope you'll join me again next week, um, next year. <laughs> and until then, enjoy your holiday, stay cozy, and I'll talk to you again. Bye.